Scheduling is like a lifeline for mothers. It's like blood work in a body. You need to know when to pick your kids up from school, when to get them ready, when to send them for their music classes, when is soccer practice. There are many, many things that a mother needs to do and I have found cool ways to find time to take care of my kids' needs, bring some interesting educational activities throughout the week where she can be engaged and I can get to do my work. Hi, I'm Sangeeta Angela Kumar and here is where I will share some of my secrets and tips and tricks of how I manage my five-year-old, ensure she has joy and find a way to balance my work and home life. So I live in India where normally in an urban setup, children sleep at 10.30 or 11 o'clock. I was very sure that I didn't want my daughter to have that kind of a schedule because it meant she would not get enough sleep before she had to wake up early morning for school. So I came up with a plan which worked backwards. I first calculated how much sleep my daughter needed and then I planned what activity she would do during the day. Let me give a disclaimer first. I am no perfect mother. All moms are the same and we're all learning day by day. So the tips and tricks I'm giving you right now are just based on my experience. What I would always advise mothers is use what works for you. For me, living in an urban city like Bombay, I was very clear about the fact that I needed my daughter to get sleep. So I devised a plan, a schedule, where we would have activities that filled up my daughter's day and also added value to her education and supported the school in whatever they were trying to teach. What we also do a lot of times, even though there is a schedule, sometimes when my daughter doesn't feel like doing the activity, we do allow her to have playtime or even on an odd day where there's a holiday the next day, we are, we are not so regimental about this time. She is allowed to watch TV if she's been like well behaved and doing her chores. We also have room for creativity. So for example, today my daughter and I came up with an idea and a plan to write a book. So she's going to be drawing the book and I'm going to be, you know, typing the words that she says about the book. This is going to be one of our projects together. So now that changes the schedule and it means that one hour a day we're going to be focusing on writing and artwork. So I'm saying this because Nothing is really regimental. It's more like a structure. In case you run out of ideas, you can always fall back on this schedule. So how I do it is Monday I have for music, Tuesday is for art, Wednesday is for maths and Thursday is for science and Friday is for reading or English or language. Saturday generally is a day where it's more relaxed. So if we're not going out, then it's a day we allow her to watch TV. And on Sunday, we generally, because we go to church, we have either toy days or block days or relaxing days. And Sunday is also as a day where we spend time as a family. These are the plans I work with. Of course, if you're concentrating on, like if you're not very into music, then you can change it to, um, for example, you can have it as learn a new language day or something. So this I would say go by your gut instinct or things that you are passionate about. So for example, on Monday, she's allowed to um, 
dabble on the piano, on the violin, on the ukulele, on the drums. We have a whole schedule where she listens to different genres of music, she claps along, she learns about rhythm. She also has access to GarageBand, so that's also the day she composes music if she wants. Tuesday is art day. Now art can be many things like crafts and beading and painting and drawing and doodling, water paint or pencils or charcoal. And she's encouraged to see and experience the artistic side of life on a Tuesday. Now again, let me reiterate. This doesn't mean she's not allowed to draw during the week. She's allowed to have whatever expression she wants. But this is giving her a focus on the kind of passions we think that she might be interested in. There may be a day when she's just fed up of drawing and she just wants to play doctor. So on those days, we allow her to play doctor. We are also a little abstract in defining what these activities are. And I feel like with kids, that's what you need to do. Um, have a structure, but also free them up to also experience what they'd like to do in the expression that they'd like. So for example, in music day, sometimes when my daughter doesn't want to do a music activity we allow her to watch a film on music you can bend the rules here and there nothing is so written in stone and when it comes down to it it is really about the joy and the experience and the exposure of your child so keep that in mind always have it as a center for your child's growth and experience it's not to frustrate them and it's definitely not to stress them out on wednesday is maths day and that's the day we allow our child to be on the iPad and play maths games. An app that we really enjoy and recommend to all parents is Khan Academy because it's free and it really gives you a basic knowledge of maths all the way for four-year-olds to kids doing medical college. So we find this app really useful. There are also a lot of uh, smaller apps that are associated with this app. She also does Tangram but not so much and of course we do have some math games that we have lying around which when she's ready for those she will do them but right now because she's just five years old these are just fun apps that she can play to establish the basic foundations of maths to understand what a few calculations are we wanted to make maths more fun because maths otherwise can be a bit stressful uh, when children grow up and go to school so we wanted to make the maths experience a little more pleasant so that's why she's allowed to be on the ipad for maths day Thursday is science day and that's the day again we wanted to make science more fun. So that's the day she's allowed to watch some shows like Wildcrats or National Geographic videos. There are also apps on the human body and, and on understanding different aspects of science. So that's science day. Friday is reading day and initially for your child I would recommend working with the Dr. Seuss app which reads the book for your child and it's nice because it's like a video but it's also a book. Later on, what at least what we saw happening with our child was that she started getting interested in holding book books and reading them and I'm happy to report that now Friday phenomenon is not binge watching Netflix but binge reading. We had no control over that. That was completely our child-led uh, binge reading which is quite fun to watch and experience. Saturday is considered TV day unless we're going out and of course going out and or having a picnic is far more educational and fun for the child. We have found that with these kind of activities throughout the week, it 
only feels right to reward your child with a little binge watching on television. I have recently discovered podcasts which are very nice and educational and uh, entertaining as well. So even those as an option of viewing is fun for your child. Of course, everyone needs a day to unwind. So we've kept Saturday as that day. And Sunday is the day where toys come out and a lot of playtime happens because the whole family is in the house. But essentially that is the week. A week filled with music and art and maths and science and reading and and even a dash of television can really make the week from a stressful week to an interesting week. Now how this helps parents who work from home is that you can allocate a time where your child can play or do music or do science and maths. Of course you can also take a break and get involved and sometimes I do. I get very involved in the art activities. But this is a nice framework to allow you that space and time to get your job done. So that's all I have for you this week. Stay tuned next week for more tips on how to balance a work life with being the best parents that we can be. Catch you next week. Bye! This is Vanita Angela Kumar signing off.